0: There's a fine line between giving yourself grace mm-hmm. and using something as an excuse, as mm-hmm. I'm sure you've seen. Yes. And absolutely. so that's also when you got to talk to yourself about, okay, what's going on in my brain? Am I just using that as an excuse, as an avoidance? Is it something else? Or is it really that I just don't feel well or feel up to it?
1: Welcome to the Vibe Living Podcast a podcast that talks about topics for women over 40 you know that time of your life that many call midlife that time of life when you can really vibe be vibrant intuitive beautiful and emerge join me lennis with mullins certified holistic living and wellness expert for women over 40 as i talk about a variety of topics that address the wellness of the mind body and spirit for women over 40. Remember, midlife doesn't mean no life. Midlife is an opportunity to increase your self-love, your self-care, and your self-worth. It's your time to be vibrant, intuitive, beautiful, and emerged. It's your time to vibe. So come on, let's vibe. Hi, my name is Linus Woods Mullins, and welcome to the Vibe Living Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about something that's really critical in terms of midlife, and that is making sure you're approaching it in a holistic way. You know, I always talk about all the time the idea of being connected to your mind, body, and spirit. And though many of of us might have that quest, You may not know exactly where we want to start. There's so much information out there in terms of all the things we're supposed to be doing. I know I get overwhelmed and I do this for a living. So I can imagine how it feels like when you're beginning that process of trying to make some changes in your life. It's like, where do you start? Well, we're going to talk about that with Ronnie, the life coach, Ronnie Lowe, life coach. Uh, She is a certified professional life coach specializing in holistic life coaching for women. Ronnie, welcome to the Vibe Living Podcast. It's wonderful to have you
0: here today. It's wonderful to be here. It's it's my honor because, you know, I've been following you for the past year, year and a half, and as I've gotten to know about you, it's like, you know, you're a pioneer. You made the way for a lot of us midlifers, but a lot of women coaching and working online. You were doing this before it was in <laughs>
1: yeah it, you're absolutely right about that it's so funny it's hard to believe that it's been 14 years wow. that i've been doing this but every day i learn something different and you have a fantastic background because you have been working a lot with um high performing women and ceos to help them with their mind body and uh, spirit via their fitness nutrition and health care uh, regime. But now it seems that you've also added something else to your toolkit. So tell us about that. Well, yeah,
0: I've got years in fitness over a decade. I was a personal trainer, certified personal trainer. And you know, Linus, I'm the kind, maybe it's my background as a journalist. I was a news reporter anchor for years, and that turned in my mid forties, um, I became a personal trainer. I really got into fitness. I was never an athlete. I was never, you know, I, I was like the last one picked a dodgeball. Um, but, um, because of my health, I started finding out more and more about health for women, especially midlife. And then I, the bug bit me, my, my personal trainer at the time, um, that let's go back a little bit because of my health issues. I finally, after five chiropractors, um, Two Western medical doctors, hip specialists, and decompression, a bunch of stuff, all this stuff to try to get me to feel better. My hip hurt, my back hurt. Finally, Mm. somebody put me with a corrective exercise specialist, personal trainer. I didn't hurt anymore. Mm. And this was after two Western medical doctors. I revere Western medicine, don't get me wrong, but they just wanted to operate or give me painkillers. And all I had, all, was degenerative disc disease which is I was losing the liquid between my vertebrae. I was aging. Mm. Um, she got me to understand how to work out properly. And for me, because I had, um, I tend to tend to have the tendency or lean toward osteoporosis and osteopenia. So I always enter that, you know, and I, I learned so much about it. I kept asking her questions and I kept reading stuff and talking to her about it. She's like, you have to become a personal trainer. You have to be a personal trainer. I'm like, I'm in my mid 40s. Who does that? She's like, because women like you will relate. Right. And, have you, and you found out, Linus? like women look at you. And it's like, if you're taking care of yourself,
1: you're walking the talk. Yes, that's absolutely right. And, you know, it's interesting because a lot of times women feel like they're taking care of themselves because the outside might be looking great. But when we talk about being healthy and well, we're really talking about pulling back the layers and taking a look at what's going on on the inside.
0: Absolutely, and I learned so much. So I became a personal trainer and doing that, I started getting certifications and learning more to become a pre and postnatal and pregnancy fitness specialist, a senior fitness specialist. You know, the more that I was into it, the more that I took the continuing education classes and behavior. When I started getting the behavioral uh, modification and behavioral change classes, whoa, that opened up the world to the mind Um, Mm -hmm. because most of personal training really does. And I knew that. But most of it starts with the mindset. And that's what we're talking about today is I know that you've had experts on and you touch on menopause all the time because it's the age from 50. I mean, from 40 perimenopause to 60 because you still have a lot of symptoms and then a new life health wise and mindset in your 60s post menopause. Today, I'd like to talk about, if you don't mind. I mean, we, we can talk a lot about the supplements. We can talk about the potions and lotions and exercise. But I would love to talk about something that is really, there's a need for it. The mindset.
1: And you know what? I think you're very right about that. We talk about mindset sometimes in, um, accord according to like, you know, Uh, releasing weight, you know, mindset is extremely important. But mindset is really important to everything we do. And when you take a look at mindset, when it comes to what's going on with our bodies in general, you know, the premenopausal, postmenopausal, all those things that are going on that which involves a lot of change, I would imagine your mindset is key in terms of how you journey through that.
0: And not just that, it's, it, it's how you journey through it, how you deal with it. I mean, think about it. I'm going to pull something up because I, I wrote this down real quick before we got on. Mm-hmm. It, I, I was just seeing what are the most, the most common symptoms of menopause? Perimenopause, menopause, postmenopause, because you can still have that for like four years. Mood swings, acne breakouts at our age, bloating, breast pain, headaches, joint pains. Okay, I'm going to say it, TMI, I hope I can say it, but dry or itchy vaginas, Mm -hmm. uh, poor concentration, irritability, increased or decreased appetite, anxiety, depression, Mm -hmm. food cravings, anxiety. Oh, my God. And we're supposed to be all good in our minds. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Our whole body's attacking us. But then here you go. So yes, we can get into the cortisol and all that, but I know that you've had beautiful, wonderful experts on here. So I want to go into a few different aspects and see where it takes us because the more that I am now a life coach and you were kind of a, a mentor by, by um, role modeling. Okay. <laughs> so that, I just want to tell you that um, you. I decided that's why I brought up the personal training. When I was in personal training, I kept going to continuing education, not just mm-hmm. my certified personal training. So when I want to find out about what I'm doing with my people, I started coaching people. But I didn't realize it until somebody said, "You know, you you are a good coach." I'm like, "What is that?" So I started finding out what life coaching was, and now fast forward, I've gone from fitness to wellness expert to I am a certified life coach now, and the more I talk to women, the more that we see that your thoughts, everything you think, everything begins with a thought, everything, your thoughts create your emotions and your feelings, Mm -hmm. and your feelings create your actions, your reactions, your inactions, and that spills into everything in our lives, not just with our partners, our love lives, our relationships, our families, our kids, Mm -hmm. our pets, our careers. I'm working with some really high-performing women, like you said, you know, architects, medical doctors, um, engineers. I have, have, yeah, I have a a variety of just really C-suite corporate women, business women. Mm -hmm. And we're seeing that, I mean, when you think about it, I'm going to backtrack a little bit. I was doing some studies on the first studies, Linus, on women and menopause in the United States. Weren't mm. until the 1950s. Wow, we had medicine amazing. and doctors in the 30s and 40s. What the heck? And, and when you think about it, in, in, until the turn of the century, women didn't really live past 50. Mm. So midlife was 20 to 30. Well, 30s, I would think. You're just kind of doing your math. So there weren't any studies done on menopause. And so doctors just thought, okay, that's it. You know, you don't have your menstruation anymore. And most of the OBGYNs in the 50s, 60s, and you tell me, I don't know, in the 70s, when did we start
1: seeing more women OBGYNs? Not until probably the late 70s, early 80s, I would imagine. Uh, maybe even in the early 90s. I would say in the early 90s is when wow. you started seeing more. I would say so. Because I know when it came time for me to find a gynecologist for my daughters, um, they had female um, practitioners, you know, who uh, their general mm-hmm. practitioner. And a lot of them, uh, actually, two of my daughters ended up staying with their general practitioner a little longer because they couldn't find a gynecologist that was a female that they liked. Uh, when they got older, when they got into their late 20s, and now they're all in their 30s, that's when they began to find female gynecologists. So you're absolutely right. Yeah. Because
0: absolutely- I remember my first batch of kind of OBGYNs were all men. And that's fine. They're doctors. they know. Mm -hmm. But there's something about how women are now getting into this area. So let's start with the corporate world, because this is really what I'm coaching into. And that's why I brought this up with you. Let's go into just businesses, companies. Mm -hmm. We can't really go to HR right now and say, you know what, I'm getting symptoms I have my symptoms this week. I'm going to have to work hybrid, or you know what? I'm going to I'm going to work from home, or I, I need a day off because of my perimenopause symptoms or my menopausal symptoms. Mm-hmm. Who does that? You just say I'm not feeling well. But you, we should, in my opinion, be able to bring this up as a whole because more companies are seeing that wellness and wellness en- um, encompasses your mental health, your spirit. And your physical health, but more and more companies are seeing that wellness keeps the team members happy, creative, and productive, productive. so bottom line, yes, it's all about the stockholders. you have to answer to them, well, yes, but you can't really be at your best or you can't contribute your best unless you're at your best
1: right absolutely so,
0: but still let's say let's let's bring in the worst case scenario that, okay, the great resignation happened during COVID because people were saying, hey, I can have more and I want more. People were reinventing themselves. But now it's going back to, well, we're entering a recession. So what mm-hmm. if you come up with, you you go to your boss, you, you create a committee, you talk to HR and say, I want this. And they come back at you like, that's not what I hired you for. You're mm-hmm. to do this, this, and this. And many women are still in the gig economy working four to five jobs or at least three jobs or they don't want to lose their job or they don't want to lose their high position. So what if they come back with a non-receptive boss? And let's just talk worst case scenario. It should not be that way. And I know it's easy for me to say, yes, we should be able to talk at the workforce that we we have menopause. Most corporate women
1: are in their 40s and 50s. Hello, (laughs) we're going through menopause. Well, you know, it's interesting because one of the reasons why I left corporate America was because of an anxiety disorder. It really, and I took a year off on sabbatical. I was able to do that because I was in healthcare but it never occurred to me or anyone else uh, to take a look at accommodations uh, while I was working through that. And as it turns out, that my anxiety was mostly rooted in menopausal anxiety. I did not find that out by my gynecologist. I found that out much later through my own research. And looking back at that, would I have talked to my boss and said, you know, one of my side effects is anxiety because I'm in menopause right now, because at the time I was 51. And probably not, because people Hmm. don't talk about that. They exactly. might talk about symptoms going on because you're pregnant. That's about the only time. And it used to be a time when even talk about that either. I but know. It took now, decades, generations right. to bring but that in up. And that anxiety, be viable. In, in menopausal anxiety or symptoms from menopause, I think we do need to, to discuss it because you have so many more women now who are in corporate America as managers and senior people, executives and things like that. And so now, I think the conversation needs to come into play. Not that we want it to hinder a woman's growth and development, but because it is a part of the equation. And because now that we have female uh, leaders, I'm hoping that they will lead the conversation in things like this instead of feeling intimidated, since they are the decision makers now in many cases, because this is something whose time has come. We no longer need to be swooping it under the carpet. Uh, women have done all kinds of things to themselves, to mess minimize The uh, symptoms, but never to deal with the causation. And the, the, the things they've done to minimize it have caused them harm. So, moving forward, what do you think is the best way to handle this in terms of a woman who's going through these changes and challenges? What's the best way to get that communicated?
0: Well, I thank you for sharing that you went through anxiety and that you realized what it was. Mm-hmm. And now, let's say, well, okay. So, that's why I took the worst case scenario because we do have to look at the pink elephant in the room or whatever it is, Mm -hmm. prepare ourselves. We need to get the conversation going, but more than just conversation, really form. I want to say committees, unions, groups speak with each other, with, with the colleagues, with your boss, if they're receptive to it, with your staff or your team. If you're a boss, you have people that work for you talk to them and start forming these groups and conversations and open it up because it took years, first of all, for women to um, not be discriminated because they were pregnant. Like you said, then years, the, um, what do you call it? A postpartum depression. And now it's like, let's talk menopause. Yes. It's a subject and yes, it must be addressed. So I really want to start a movement because I'm talking about it with my clients of let's start opening the conversation and Talking about it with the men there, with the women there, men can hear this stuff. They're grown up boys. They need to hear this. They're actual symptoms. And guess what? Men are going through andropause, and it used to be the midlife crisis. They are going through hormonal changes, too. So let's give them some grace, but also bring this up to them. It's like, hey, you're going through this, too. I think Bring that's, these well, things up. That's um, so important. It is. And a lot of men didn't know that. They didn't address that. Um, and they have to look at this. So let's get back into the mindset. You control your mind. It's setting your mind. First of all, to realize I am going through this. Can I bring this up at work? What can I do to get solidarity, to get people talking about this with me so that I'm just not pulled down or that I get the repercussions of it that they'll they'll bypass me. So we need to go to the leaders first. And, and there are many women from Melinda Gates to you, you and your company, to myself, I'm a, a self-preneur. We need to get the leaders, the leading women to start opening this up. But you have to be right in your mind. It's like, okay, this is the information I have. And start managing your mind to, this is normal. This is mm-hmm. normal. This is what I'm going through. It's not a condition it's not a malady it's not an illness it's a phase of life um, just like puberty and really start thinking of when you're at the workplace for example instead of being afraid of okay I've got brain fog I don't know if you went and you had brain fog when you had
1: went through menopause um, I yeah I think I had a little bit of everything <laughs>
0: A lot of women, their main symptoms are the hot flashes. I was very lucky. I was one of the ones that didn't. Um, when I went through menopause, it's like, I think I'm going through menopause. My OBGYN took my FHS and he's like, yeah, you went through menopause. <laughs> wow. But he wanted to put me on hormone replacement right away. I mean, that day. And I was like, you know, let me research it some more. I ended up not. But That was my decision for me because I know myself. I did not need it. I'm not against it go for it. Maybe the, the, not the synthetic kind, but again, that's the medical part. You know, we talk about the physiological, how the body functions. We talk about the medicine part of menopause, which is what you take for it or the supplements, but the mindset, that's what we need. So let's say you're, you've got these symptoms. So, okay, accept it. And I know it's easy to say, don't worry what they'll say. Set your mind straight in how you will present it to the workplace, mm-hmm. that this is just a period of time, but you have to talk yourself into it too. It's like, okay, this is normal. You have to talk to yourself until you realize it's just neutral. It just is what it is and I'm taking care of it. Mm-hmm. And I can bring this to the workplace and I can talk about it. Now, if you can't, then you when, you, when we coach it out, it's like, who can you bring it to? Can you talk to HR about this? Is there a doctor on staff? Mm-hmm. But first, it's setting your mind into knowing this is OK. It's OK that I have brain fog. It is what it is. It's OK that I'm lethargic. Some people can't even work in the morning and they, they work better in the afternoon when they're going through certain symptoms and, and phases of menopause. You need to be able to talk about that and you take know, the time off and not beat yourself up thinking, oh, my God, really? I'm afraid of taking the time off.
1: Well, it's interesting because those symptoms and things that you just outlined, they're a part of what you go through in the physical process, but it's not necessarily what defines you. It's just a part of the process. It's not who you are totally. It's just a part of what you're going through. And I think sometimes what women fear is that they will be uh, observed as or taken as, okay, well, that's who she is now. No. It's just like any other medical condition that can be solved through medication, through holistic practices. There's a plethora of things that you can do so that you can minimize those symptoms, but it doesn't necessarily have to be the end-all or be-all or or how you're defined. And I don't think that women who are FSAs should allow that to happen. Linus, Uh, you just
0: said the key word, minimize, mm -hmm. because many mm -hmm. women think what's wrong with me Mm -hmm. that... I still feel stuff, or I'm not mm-hmm. sure what I feel because some of it is very subtle. And you and exactly exactly the same. The, the thing that needed to be said is minimized. You can take very good care of yourself and do the hormone replacement or whatever it is you have to do and find the right menopause coach or the right doctor that will help you with what you need and how you need to eat and how you need to exercise. But you you will still feel the symptoms and that's okay. And you need to be able to realize that. The other thing is. Not to be afraid of what will my colleagues think if I have to take some time off or I have to leave Mm -hmm. early. Not to be afraid to address why. And so we all need support in that. But you have to be right in the mindset to know this is normal. Talk yourself through it. And that's what I'm coaching some women through. Um, You have to take the power back. You have to Mm -hmm. self-talk. Talk Talk to yourself first and and Mm -hmm. realize, is this something that I brought on myself? Am I being lazy? no, it's a symptom. It's, a, it's part of my life. So you have to talk to yourself, reprogram your brain into thinking, this is just what many women have gone through. And now th- it's my time to help women in the next generation be able to bring this up. You have to talk yourself into knowing that this is normal. It's okay, even if you're irritable. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah, but there's the flip side. We can't just take that and go, "Oh well, I'm menopausal. Oh well, it's um, it's a menopausal moment." You can't blame everything on that either. Like, let's say you forgot something. Oh, you know, my menopausal brain. No, it doesn't mean like if you don't feel like doing something, just to okay, close the laptop and grab some ice cream and sit in front of Netflix. I mean, no, no, it's not. I'm not <laughs> saying that because some women can tend, people, I should say, people tend to there's a fine line between giving yourself grace Mm -hmm. and using something as an excuse as Mm -hmm. I'm sure you've seen. Yes. And so that's also when you got to talk to yourself and go, okay, what's going on in my brain? Am I just using that as an excuse, as an avoidance? Is it something else? Or is it really that I just don't feel well or feel up to it?
1: You know, it's interesting because what you're talking about is so important. Uh, And I don't think that we as women talk about it enough and we want to keep the conversation going. And for those who want to talk with you more and keep the conversation going about mindset and menopause and other things that are important to midlife women, what's the best way to get in contact with you? I just want to bring
0: one more thing up, but I'm going to tell you that in two seconds. Yeah. This is also really important with Talking about all this with your kids, your Mm. teenagers, your Mm. young kids, and your partner, woman or man, your boyfriend, your husband. Because again, they can't guess what you're going through and they can't just think, oh, mom's going through the change. Oh, there she goes Mm. again. (laughs) Talk to them about it. Talk to open up the lines of communication, but first you have to talk to yourself and going, okay, what's going on with me? Mm. And it's okay. They're not judging me. No, my husband's not thinking I'm unsexy because I'm not in the mood you need to open up the lines of communication. And as close as you are to your husband, your partner, or your boyfriend, or your girlfriend, talking about my vagina's dry, or I'm just not in the mood, can be really tough, and you're afraid they're judging you. So yes, getting help through this is just amazing how, how much better it makes the relationship. It really solidifies it, it strengthens it. So that's an important aspect too. So to get a hold of me, I'm redoing a website when i get time to it because right now i have a personal training website but i'm gonna Mm -hmm. um, i bought the domain for ronnie low life coach so the best way to get a hold of me right now is ronnie low life coach on instagram that's my handle or i'm sure you'll put links on here my um my email address i'm also on facebook and you're one of one of the uh, great members in my fab after Mm -hmm. 40 women's health and mindset hub fab after 40 women's health and mindset hub. You're a member in there. So I'm I'm really honored that you're in there and uh, they can, they're more than welcome to um, join that group. And, And we share a lot about fitness, about health, about mindset. So that's a really good place to find me as well.
1: Fantastic. Well, thank you so much, Ronnie, for coming on and reminding us the importance of mindset. And for those of you again who are interested in finding out more about Ronnie Lowe life coach, all her information is right there on the show page. Thanks again for being such a bright light for so many women, Ronnie. Lowe.
0: Yeah, and thank you for opening this conversation up. I know sometimes it's like, okay, that's a little TMI or that's a little sensitive, but that's oh, what we're no, here for.
1: It, we got to talk about it. We definitely have to talk about it. And, and I'm so glad that all of you are tuned in to talk about these topics and other topics that concern midlife women if you want to find out more about the uh, whole midlife movement you can definitely click on the links that are there on the show page that leads you to ronnie and also links that lead you a little bit about me as well please make sure that you continue to take good care of you and don't forget to buy bye everybody thank you for listening to the vibe living podcast please feel free to download rate share and like the show To find out more about living a vibe life, go to my website at wellnesswoman40.com or email me at vibelivingpodcast at gmail.com. Have a fantastic day and don't forget to vibe.